Welcome to the Pop Smoke Show. And today's question is from Tina E. How's it going, Tina? Thank you for asking the question. Uh, Tina asked, send me an email about whether she should join a startup, she should join a founder of a startup or not. So I'm going to go over my notes real quick and hopefully you find value out of this. Um, but this is mainly for Tina or anyone out there who's interested in joining a startup or keeping your day job. So the first question she asked me is, do you have any good online resources to found about founding a startup. So, I mean, the Pop Smoke Show, I mean, I host a different, nine times out of 10, it's a founder. Um, so there's tons of valuable resources on the Pop Smoke Show podcast. Uh, but no, there's an abundance of resources out there to find, you know, about founders and entrepreneurship. I mean, there's an overload, an abundance of content right now. There's so much content, just think about it. So, what does it come down to? comes down to following people that you like and you trust. So I would say a, a great book, a great, it's a little bit advanced, even though it's the basics, um, is the Lean Startup. Like, you know, that when Derek Distinfield says, hey, if you haven't read, the, if you haven't read the Lean Startup, please do. Like, he's really talking, like, he, he, that actually, you, you really should actually, if you're, you know, pursuing a an entrepreneur endeavor. So I would say that's a good start. Um, but even before you even read the lean startup, there's just so much foundation you have to build to even have a shot nowadays. Um, you know, I created an iPhone app in 2012. I traveled to 12 conferences and listened to thousands of podcasts and thousands of videos on learning how to do stuff. So it might look like I'm just getting started, but really I've put in three years of work of learning this stuff, to know my stuff. So I think it's a, a little bit ahead of yourself to even be like, hey, should I join a startup? I mean, granted, the only way to know and start learning this stuff is to actually start doing it. But I feel that there needs to be, a, there's a time, there's a period of building you know, your foundation even before you start to do something. Um, so, I hope that answers your question for that. Um, and even check out the recommended books on the Pop Smoke Show from the Pop Smoke guests at popsmoke.net forward slash books. In addition to the Lean Startup, you'll find all the guests uh, recommended books on the Pop Smoke Show. Her second question is, what goes into preparing for an investment round? What goes into preparing for an investment round? I don't know too much about raising money because I've never raised money before, but I will tell you from my friends who've raised money that it's a full-time job, so it's tough to raise money, but I would say in the, the, the age we live in now, there's money flying over anyway, so just because you raise money isn't really a big deal. Like People are raising millions of dollars like friggin' with crappy-ass products and ideas. Like There's so much money flying around, so... Just because someone raised money doesn't mean it's legit because um, there's a lot of money flying around. Um, so I don't know too much about raising money and preparing for an investment, investment round, but I know one of the big things is what it comes down to is traction. So if you don't have traction, it's very hard to get any investors' attention nowadays. First thing they're in Sonny, Sonny Tosco, uh, who created the Limelight app, he mentions this in his episode. He's like, 
I wish I would have spent less time creating this fancy pitch deck and business plan when investors really all they ever care about is traction. Show me your traction. Show him the downloads that he has for his limelight app because that's all people care about, whether they're going to give him 100000 200000 300000 in, in, in investment money. So traction is the biggest takeaway here. Does the startup have traction? That's how I would answer that. Um, and the third question is you raise uh, – well, no, what I was going to mention is that startups, any startup trying to grow, you're going to need to raise money. So any startup that is really trying to grow in the high tech space, what I learned from Anthony Papiano, shout out to Anthony, and a huge, major, big announcement coming from Anthony. He's going to be a returning guest in a month or so. He has a big announcement He's a product manager at Facebook, and he has a big announcement to announce. Stay tuned on future episodes of the Possible Show, but it's awesome. Um, yeah, stay tuned for that. But to get back on track, um, yeah, you're going to raise money if you want to grow your startup. Other than that, you're kind of getting ahead of yourself. But her third question was for me to check out the startup, the locals, her startup called Locals on AngelList. So her startup is called Locals on AngelList. She wanted me to check it out and give it her honest feedback. So it really is not even worth checking out. I'm not saying that that idea is not worth it. I'm saying that she should turn the script around and think more about her personal questions about whether she wants to join the startup or not. It isn't about the startup or idea. So I think that, Tina, what you really should do and you asked some good questions. She asked some really good questions. She asked, have you done this in the past? That's a great question. Have you created anything? Like, why should I join your team and help you out? That's a good question she asked. Is this just an idea or are you executing? I think was her second question that she asked. Is funding guaranteed? That's another question she asked. So these are gonna be questions that she's asking uh, the founder. So, is funding guaranteed? I would say funding is never guaranteed. Like, you know, even though I said it was easy to raise money, doesn't mean anything is guaranteed. Um, how are you funding to date? That's a good question to ask the your other founder because it lets you know the level of commitment that that founder has. So, how are you funding to date? Are you bootstrapping it? Are you are you all in with this idea? So it kind of lets that. You, it lets you know that person's commitment. That's a good question to ask. Um, how much runway do you have is what you asked her. That's good just to kind of know like her situation, like how long do you have to try out an idea because the key point there is that nine times out of ten, you need time to figure out your idea because your idea is going to change. So you need time. Kelly Purdue mentions this. It's not about whether your idea is going to change you know your idea is going to change. It's about if you have enough time, if you have enough time to survive your idea change. I really like that. That's a good lesson. Um, because the good entrepreneurs, the great entrepreneurs are going to figure it out. They're going to figure it out so their idea is going to change, but they're founding the founders and the team. That's why how important the team is. They're going to figure it out. Um, so... I would say to sum it up, the questions that you should ask is not about like, hey, check out this startup, let me know what you think. It should be about three things. 
talking about three things. One, do you believe in the startup? Do you believe in the startup's mission? Two, do you like the person? So why would you join a founding team if you don't even like the girl? That's why it takes founders. It's like dating and marriage. It's like dating and marriage. You want to try your relationship. It's best to start with just a little project before you actually join the team if you're really serious about joining her as a founder. So a lot, and Dave Cass mentions this in his previous episode, is that the biggest challenge that you guys had was found, was finding a solid team. His initial co-founder didn't work out. So that's a challenge that startups run into. You usually join and start a startup with people that you've worked with already. It, it started from a project and now you're on to a bigger idea. So all that to say, do you even like the person? You don't even know. You're gonna join their team and you don't even know her? Be real, Tina. All right, so, um, and the third is like, should you join a startup? Like, for me, it's an obsession. Like, I love pot smoke. I love it's my life. Like, it, I spend ninety nine percent of minutes thinking about pot smoke. It's it's my life. Like, I'm always thinking about creating content. Who am I reaching out to? Tweaking emails, making the show better. Like I'm all in. This is how I earn a living. Like I'm really passionate about what I do. You know, I'm really all in. So I say that. So I say all that to say, like, do you really like love it? And like, what are your personal goals? Like, do you just want to join it to gain experience? Do you believe in the mission? You want to grow it? Because I believe that's going to reflect in in the work that you do for the team. If your heart's not in it, then I know I wouldn't want you on the team if your heart's really not in it and you're kind of just doing it to do it. So, you know, when, when, when you start to build a team, you want people that are really about what you do um, because that is so important to your culture when you're just starting out. So I hope that answers some of your questions. Um, tune in, do me a favor, um, like, comment, or share below this video. and. Ask a question. If you have a question, we're going to do this. So far, we've done a couple of them. If you have a question, feel free to ask me. Thank you. Enjoy my next one.